In this bulletin, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese condemns North Korea's ballistic missile launch. World Cup organizers have announced a ban on alcoholic beer during the FIFA World Cup. And in sport, Novak Djokovic beats Daniil Medvedev at the ATP Finals. With the latest SBS News, I'm Assam al -Ghadid. Travel on Sydney's rail network will be free next week as New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet moves to head off major industrial action. The offer came less than an hour after the rail, tram and bus union vowed to escalate strike action unless the government offered commuters fare-free travel. Mr. Perrottet says he has had constructive discussions with the union and says they are going into mediation next week. But Mr. Perrottet says this long-running dispute must be resolved. This has gone on for way too long. Um, providing free travel for the week will ensure that that industrial action does not occur. Um, as I've said, if there is any industrial action on the network, we are not modifying the NIF. Um, but I'm hoping that there's a resolution and I want there to be a resolution within a week and let's get it done. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has directly spoken to Professor Sean Turnell after his release from 21 months of detention in Myanmar. Professor Turnell was jailed after Myanmar's military coup and sentenced to three years for violating the country's official state secrets act. The Prime Minister says he's grateful Professor Turnell can return home to Australia. I've just spoken to Sean Turnell, who's been released uh, from uh, 650 days of unfair, unjust imprisonment uh, in Myanmar. And he has now uh, landed and is uh, well in Bangkok. Uh, he will travel overnight uh, to Australia to be with his family. And this is just a wonderful outcome. Anthony Albanese has called for an emergency session of the United Nations Security Council to be convened in response to a North Korean missile launch. The Prime Minister was speaking from Bangkok, where he recently met with the leaders of South Korea, Japan, Canada and New Zealand to discuss the actions of North Korea, which saw a missile land off Japan's coast. Mr. Albanese says the missile launch needs to be globally condemned. This test, it would appear, has uh, landed in Japan's EEZ. Uh, it is uh, a one of uh, multiple launches. It wasn't just one missile. And there has been increasingly an escalation of North Korea's activity and it needs to be called out, it needs to be condemned and the globe needs to act on this. In a reversal, World Cup organisers have announced that no alcoholic beer will be sold to fans at Qatar stadiums during the FIFA World Cup. The announcement comes two days before Sunday's kickoff of the World Cup, the first to be held in a conservative Muslim country with strict controls on alcohol consumption. Questions have swirled around the role alcohol would play at this year's event since Qatar won hosting rights in 2010 as consuming alcohol in public is illegal there. The Biden administration has determined that Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman should be granted immunity in a case brought against him by the fiancé of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi, whom the administration says was murdered at the prince's direction. A court filing was made by Justice Department lawyers at the request of the State Department because bin Salman was recently made Saudi Prime Minister and as a result qualifies for immunity as a foreign head of government, the request said. 
It was filed late Thursday night, just before the court's deadline for the Justice Department to give its views in court on the immunity question and other arguments the prince made for having the lawsuit dismissed. Bin Salman is currently in Thailand for the APEC summit. At least 21 people have been killed and several others injured when a fire broke out in a building where residents attended a party in the Gaza Strip. It took firefighters over an hour to gain control of the massive flames that burst through the top floor of a four-story residential building in the densely populated Jabalia refugee camp in the northern Gaza Strip. Iyad Al-Buzn, a police spokesman, says the fire was intense. A large fire broke out through houses. A large force of civil defence, police and reinforcement of machinery and equipment dealt with the fire to control it and prevent it from spreading to other houses in the crowded area. Turning to sport and in tennis, an exhausted Novak Djokovic showed his fighting qualities to down Daniel Medvedev 6-3, 6-7, 7-6 at the ATP finals in Turin, Italy. Having already qualified for the semi-finals, the Serbian pushed himself to the limit against the world number five, coming out on top in a brutal three-hour and 11-minute match. Djokovic appeared to be struggling physically at the end of the second set tiebreak, with his hands visibly shaking as he covered his head with a towel. The 35-year-old refused to give up, however, coming back to seal the match in another tiebreak and staying unbeaten in Italy with a 3-0 record. Djokovic will play American Taylor Fritz in the semifinals today. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Assam Al-Ghadib.